Hello, we are Restoration Church Chicago and welcome to our podcast. You can connect with us through our website, restoration.life, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Our mission is to glorify Jesus everywhere, and that includes right here, right now. Thanks for tuning in. through the series on who we are as a church, our, our vision and our values. And we are in week number three. The value that we will talk through today is um, advancing his kingdom. Uh, two weeks ago, we touched on pursuing Jesus and his presence. Last week, Mike shared on biblical community. Uh, you can listen to the previous sermon if you want to really know who we are and what we are about. You can listen to the previous sermons on our website. You can, uh, we also have a podcast and a Spotify channel, uh, in case you did not know that. I want to encourage everyone whom God has called you to be at Restoration, to know our vision and our values, because um, each church was birthed by God and built up by God. It is not just a building with some nice people that come together, sing some nice songs, and hear a nice message. It is so much more than that. Each church was intentionally and strategically positioned by God in a certain neighborhood to be a blessing to the nearby communities. So we are a blessing to our city, to the neighbors around us. So one of the ways for us to be a blessing to this neighborhood and to this city is to advance his kingdom through sharing the gospel, through sharing the greatest news of Jesus Christ. The Great Commission is about Jesus sending us, every single one of us, young, old, male, female, whether you are in ministry or you are not in ministry, uh, doesn't matter if you come from a different country, Nigeria, Vietnam, wherever that you come from, it doesn't really matter. It's all the different culture, different people. God is calling all of us to share the good news, to, to preach the gospel, and talked about the King, Jesus Christ, and his kingdom. That is a great commission. And just to remind all of us again, the great commission is what? From Matthew 28, uh, verse 18. I, I know we hear that often, but it's always important to be reminded of that great commission from our king. Matthew 28, verse 18. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and in the name of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So the Great Commission is more than just telling people to go to church or telling people about needing to repent. I believe the verse that gets to the heart of the Great Commission is from Colossians 1, verse 13. For he has rescued us, rescued us, from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. It is an actual ongoing battle against the kingdom of darkness, the dominion of the devil. We have been called into a spiritual battle between the kingdom of Jesus Christ against the dominion of darkness. So however, the very first order of business as we're preparing to rescue others, we must prepare ourselves in order to be in a proper spiritual condition. Otherwise, it would be a fruitless encounter 
or worse yet, we may need to be rescued ourselves. I, I, I may as go to as far as to say that it is necess- necessary for us to prepare ourselves spiritually before we go, right? And before we teach someone. In order to teach someone, you need to know what the subject. Uh, I think I just talked to someone who's a professor in mathematics. In order to teach mathematics, you must know mathematics, right? You must know more than what's two plus two. I'm trusting you must know more than what's two plus two. So to teach someone, you need to know about scriptures, to need about, know about who Jesus, all his teachings, and teach them to obey. We need to obey ourselves, to learn to obey so we can teach others to obey. Uh, an illustration that, I, that we can use is, for example, if, um, if there is a, bur- it is a building that is burning, would you and you are in that building, would you want me to run in and rescue you or do you want Anthony as a fireman to run in and rescue you? Anthony, with all his gear, with all his training, would you rather have Anthony come in and rescue you or would you rather have Hugh who may or may not run in to rescue you. And because if I run in, I would need Anthony to come and rescue both of us. So that's what it means is we want to make sure we prepare ourselves, put ourselves in the proper conditions in order to go on the mission that Jesus has called us to do. So our preparations determines our success. Our preparations determines our success. If we don't prepare ourselves, then the opportunity arises for us to share the gospel. We don't want to be stumbling over what we're going to say or to be in tune with what God wants us to speak into the lives of the people around us. So how do we, as followers of Jesus Christ, prepare ourselves to carry out his commission? Romans 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating or drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy. In the Holy Spirit. So the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Be continually filled with righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. This is how we prepare in the spiritual realm. There, uh, there are a lot in just this one verse, but if I can simplify it down to uh, righteousness, as in be certain of the truth, which is the truth. The word of God. Be certain of the truth. Knowing what is right, knowing what is wrong, in the Holy Spirit. Not according to the word around us. Not according to what people say because the truth will change from each generation to each generation. But if we are secure in the word of God, know the truth, know scriptures, the truth will remain the same always. Uh, Peace. Knowing who we are. That's how you have peace, to be secure in the Holy Spirit, knowing that we uh, have salvation through Jesus Christ, have the assurance that Jesus Christ, we find our identity in Jesus Christ, not in our money, not in our positions, not in our title, not in uh, other people's uh, praises and uh, adulations. And thirdly, joy. joy. Joy means gladness, so to find our happiness find our gladness, find our satisfaction from God in the Holy Spirit. So not uh, other people, but find our gladness. So righteousness, peace, and joy. This is how we, we prepare ourselves or if, how we strengthen ourselves in the kingdom of God, uh, especially in these three areas through the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, and joy 
in the Holy Spirit. So as we continually pursue those three things in the Holy Spirit, we are strengthening the kingdom of God within us. This kingdom of God is already in us when we receive Jesus. The moment that we receive Jesus, the kingdom of God is within us as we accept Jesus as our God, our Lord, and our Savior into our heart. Uh, Ephesians 1, verse 13 and 14. And, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal. The promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. So to advance the kingdom is to release is to release what was already stamped within us. Let all those around us see the evidence of this sealed through whom we, how we live, how we uh, make decisions, how we love people, how we care for our friends and our families, how we lead ourselves through righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So continually prepare ourselves and, and, it's like a two-pronged approach, if I can use that term. And continually let the kingdom of God out. It's already in us. It's already let it out. So that means to advance the kingdom is let the kingdom of God out. That is to advance the kingdom, and that means go on a, on a rescue mission. I know some of you may have heard this before, but that's what it means, is to go on a rescue mission. I know other people may use other terms, but since you know that I love action movies, it's about rescue mission. We are going to rescue our fellow prisoners. Colossians 1 uh, verse 13 said, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loved. So we have been commissioned to rescue those under the dominion of darkness by shining the light of eternal life and bringing forth the hope eternal to those who only have been able to see things in a very temporary perspective. Those who have been so bogged down by the temporary troubles or troubles in the present, they are not able to see due to the dominion of darkness to see what we were created for. Each and every one of us were created for something so much more than just a plain Joe or plain Jane. This is why so many have such a strong sense of, of restlessness sometimes when we don't really have an eternal perspective. Right? The sense of restlessness is feeling like we need to do more. We need to do something else. Well, we not, don't want to put down roots because I'm missing something if I don't go do this. It's like, you guys ever heard of formal? Fear of missing out. We constantly have this fear of missing out. But if we have righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, we will have a sense of rest. So Jesus wants us to bring an eternal perspective to everyone. So once you have the eternal perspective, we'll, have more, we'll be more at peace in terms of where we are, the season that we're in, and what we're doing, and what God has called us to do. Uh, a perspective of an eternal life, a perspective of an eternal hope. So in this season, right here and right now, going back to a spiritual battle, there is a spiritual battle ongoing. If I can use the same verse, Colossians 1 verse 13, but in, a kingdom, uh, in the, the King James Version, who has delivered us from the power of darkness? So instead of dominion, the King James Version is power. And the, the term power 
means the power of choice, the power to choose. The, the, the term power also means authority, also means submission. So meaning that the people without Jesus don't have the power to choose. They don't have the authority to choose, and they live under the submission of the devil. That's why you see sometimes people keep going back to certain addictions, certain lifestyles, certain habits, but we need to press into with Jesus, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, not in our own strength. You know, not thinking, I can overcome this, because sooner or later, we will fail. But in God, in the Holy Spirit, we will triumph. And that's how we prepare ourselves. And we can help others to realize that and recognize that through Jesus, we will no longer be under the submissions of the devil or his lies. When I use the term battle, it is not actual fighting or shooting or killing or, or hand-to-hand combat like what we see in the action movies. It is a battle in the spiritual realm. Paul spelled it out for us in Ephesians. Ephesians 6 verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of, of evil in the heavenly realms. Without Jesus, we were or we are under the power of darkness. There's no if ands about it. Without Jesus, we are under the power of darkness. Not only that, we are also under the authority of those who are under the power of darkness, who have submitted to the devil. But with Jesus, with Jesus, we have been rescued from this dominion of darkness, from the power of darkness. We're no longer submitted to the devil. We can see his lies. We're no longer under the authority of the devil and brought into the kingdom of light. Jesus brought us into the kingdom of light. So Jesus rescued us from the power of darkness. He rescued, or literally, the literal meaning for that is carry or dragged us from a place of complete darkness into a place where we can actually see the kingdom of light. We can see what's right, what's wrong. We see the truth. We can see what's good. We can see what's evil. Now that we have been rescued, he wants us to go along with him to rescue others who are still trapped under the power of darkness. So Jesus is sending us on a mission to rescue our family members, to rescue our friends, you know, rescue our neighbors, to restore those who are under the power of darkness and bringing them into the kingdom of God. You know, I know there are people who have the family members who don't know Jesus. I do. My parents and both my brothers don't know Jesus. I know others have friends and family members, but we want to continually pray for them, keep looking out for them. We don't want them to be trapped under the power of darkness and be condemned for darkness throughout for all of eternity. We want them to come to the light and be in the presence of our Lord and our King Jesus. And when we rescue our friends and our family members, and whoever that comes along. It is the one thing that Jesus rejoiced in more than anything. Imagine that. The king that we serve is the one thing that he rejoiced in more than anything. It's to see his followers and his people pushing back on the power of darkness through the advancing of his kingdom. Luke 10 verse 21. At this time, Jesus, full of joy. Full of joy. Through the Holy Spirit, 
said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. This happened after the 77 came back and reported to Jesus on the advancement of, the, of God's kingdom. So Jesus, full of joy. Very rarely, and actually I don't think there's any other incident in the scriptures where you see that description applied to Jesus. Full of joy. Why was he full of joy? His kingdom is advancing. Prisoners are being rescued. People are being released. People are being set free. So once we look at the Great Commission as the rescue mission, the rescue mission of our family members, of those people we love, our grandchildren, our friends, our neighbors, our colleagues, they are all prisoners if they don't know Jesus. We want to rescue them from being held under the power of darkness. It will help us to see the urgency of our missions, the urgency of our lives, of our calling, of what are we doing and for how we live. We want to live for Jesus because we were commissioned for that. This urgency will help us to understand God's plan and purpose for our lives also. So each of us is being sent to different places. And I know we all have different um, professions, different gifting. Um, God sends us to areas of sales, you know, finance. Some are in education, some are in construction, some are in the social services area, uh, some are in the medical field. We may operate in many different sectors, but we all have the same objective. That is to rescue those who are under the power of darkness and bring them into the kingdom of Jesus. And it's important to remember that our enemy, the devil, number one, he does exist. Just want to remind us all, he does exist. He's not around every corner that we look, but he does exist. And if we know that he does exist, he fully, under, fully understands the urgency of our mission. So he's fighting back. He's fighting back with teeth and nail. Wait, did I say that right? With nail and teeth? Teeth and nail? He's fighting. Oh, so don't let out our guards. That's what I'm trying to say. So I believe that is the heart of the Great Commission, is to rescue others from the power of the dominion of the devil. So thankfully, we are on the winning side. Did you guys know that? We all know that, right? Yes? Not everyone is nodding. We, we are on the winning side. Yes, amen. We are on the winning side, but battle is not over, but we are on the winning side because we see that in the book of Revelations. God will be victorious. We will be victorious. So he allowed us to see that so we can have courage. We can continue to persevere. You know, don't let our troubles and our challenges and the things that knock us down keep us down. To recognize that we're going to win. It's, I, used, I play a lot of sports. I used to play a lot of sports. I have never once played in the game where I know I would win before I started playing. Have you guys ever watched sport games where a terrible team would play with a really good team and somehow they would end up winning? Yeah, so no one really knows what is the ending. But in here, we already know that we're going to win, so don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Be encouraged to share the gospel. Don't be discouraged when people make fun of you, make fun of us. You know, don't be discouraged when we're being ignored or people call us name because we are on the winning side. God is with us. So if I can just end, uh, bring this to a close by just sharing some practical things to help us remember. This is one of the values of restoration. 
this is something that we always want to do, we want to encourage everyone to always do, is, is number one, strengthen ourselves in the Holy Spirit, practically. Strengthen ourselves in the Holy Spirit. From Romans 14, verse 17, we can do this through pray. Learn to pray more. Can I say that? Learn to pray more. If you think you're praying all the time, good, learn to pray more. We can always learn to pray more. Pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians 5.16 said that. Pray without ceasing. Pray with strength. Pray with boldness. Don't pray with tim- tim- timidity. Don't pray with shyness. Pray with confidence. When we find righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, pray with confidence. Pray with joy. Pray with peace. Pray with faith that our God is the Almighty God. He reigns above it all. Right, secondly is read Scripture daily, or at least often. I know daily may be a little bit too much, but read Scripture often because we need to know Scripture in order to teach others. You, you can't just go online and just mini money more, pick out a verse. You want to read Scripture. That goes for me too. Read Scripture so then we can know how to apply Scriptures when the time calls for it. Read scripture so that can teach us from, to have a personal revelation of who Jesus is instead of regurgitating what you, we heard on Sunday. I'm not saying Sunday sermons are bad, but have a personal revelation of Jesus. And number three, constantly surround ourselves with those whom God had, has placed around us, which is a local church. Being part of a local church, for those who are visiting, you're welcome to join Restoration. If this is where God called you, But if not, join a local church somewhere where God has called you. That is what it means to be obedient to his teaching, right? In order to teach others to how to obey, we need to obey ourselves. And to obey ourselves is to be a part of a local church because God put us in a family to strengthen us, to challenge us, to encourage us, to lift up ourselves and to lift up others. So that is how we can try to prepare ourselves from the spiritual standpoint. Now let's get to the goal, the rescue mission. I'm actually more excited for the rescue mission. Is go. Go is an active word. Be on the offensive. Be on the offensive by pushing back the power of darkness wherever that we are. Be bold because we know we are on the winning side. Right? We know that we are on the winning side. Right? If I'm going to play ping pong with someone like with Joe, I'm going to be kind of cocky, right? <laughs> this little boy, I'm going to beat him, no problem. <laughs> um, okay, I, let me take that back. Not everybody knows me, so I should take that back. Um, but you know what it means? Like you have confidence. You know that you're going to win. So the same thing apply in terms of go. Rescue our friends and our family. Share the gospel because that is the greatest news ever. So be bold. One of the things that we can help us to be on the offensive is, again, pray. Pray for others. Pray for them to have a revelation of Jesus. Pray for healing for the sick. Even if they don't know Jesus, pray that they will break through so they can experience the miracle and the goodness of God. Pray intercede for people. Pray for miracles. Pray for protection over them. Um, Be transparent about our lives to others our neighbors, even those who don't know Jesus. So then 
in times of need and in times of trouble, they will know who to go to. They will seek out those who have rest, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Say, hey, how come you always have a sense of rest and joy and peace? Tell me about what you have. I want what you have. So be transparent. So then it will give us an opportunity to share. Um, Next thing is love people with a supernatural love that we have received from Jesus. Not with a human love. I think all of us have received different types of love from our parents. Some may have tough love. Anyone has tough love? That's an Asian family. I got tough love. I know that. I'm not going to be shy to admit that. You got tough love. You got controlling love. You have manipulating love. You got all kinds of love. But love people according to how Jesus loved people. Know about that so we can learn to love people like that. Not like how we were raised, not like what we have seen, but love people like how Jesus loved. And then shine the light on the power of darkness by telling people about the personal Jesus that we know. It's so much more powerful when we share from our personal revelation of Jesus, of what he means to us, what he has done for us, and what, how we have been able to overcome through his provision in our lives and talk about the kingdom and the king that we live under. And that's what it means, right? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And lastly, the way for us to advance the kingdom, to go on the rescue mission is be ready and willing to invite people to church so they can learn more about who Jesus is, so they can experience his presence. As in during the worship time, if you sense something different, it's because the Holy Spirit is here and the presence of God is moving and speaking and is trying to grab our attention, is trying to speak to us, is trying to steer us, is trying to comfort us and bring revelation to us. Just like the word of Vanessa had that came through. Trust in his promises that will come through. So when people come to church, they can experience that and they will realize that God is real. And also they can see how the people of God actually live within community with one another. So invite people to church. I know nowadays church is probably a bad name out there, but it should not be. Because that God's design and that's his intention for his people to live. So continually to do these things is prepare ourselves and constantly always be ready to share the gospel. Advance the kingdom. Let the kingdom out. So when we share about God's kingdom, we play a role in helping other people set people free from so many things. Set people free from generational sins. Set people free from generational addiction. And give them eternal life. Not only for them, but also for all the generations that come after that. For their children, their children's children, and the many generations that come after that. So that is an amazing gift that we can give to them by sharing about Jesus. So I wanted to encourage all of us, myself included, to not be shy or timid or embarrassed when sharing about Jesus. When we share about Jesus, that's how we let the kingdom of God out. You know, the seal that was stamped within us, the deposit guarantee. It's not about bragging what we have done or if we are better or if we are more special. We're not special. 
I hope then that's not a surprise to you guys. None of us are special. We are special because of Jesus. So when we share the gospel, we're pointing people to Jesus. We're lifting up Jesus, and we're bringing honor and glory to Jesus. We are acknowledging that he is our Lord and our King and our Savior. So keep that in mind. We're all, we are always on a mission and prepare ourselves. So don't be stuck in a position like Hugh when there's a burning fire. You would rather be Anthony with all his gear. And that goes for me too. I want to be more and more prepared so when the opportunity comes, I can just share the gospel and speak more into who Jesus is to me and allow the righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit to spill out into those around us. So, so that's why I have for us this morning. And um, I want to encourage you guys, if, if you um, want to know more about who we are and what we are about, uh, if you're visiting, please fill out one of the contact cards. We would love to stay in touch with you, keep you up to date on, on the activities and the events that we have coming up. Or just come on up and uh, let me know or let us know if you have any questions at all. But um, with that, why don't we stand up? Let's all rise. And I'll pray over us. And uh, I'll hand it over to Mike to close the meeting. Um, okay, I apologize if I say that you guys are not special. You guys are special. <laughs> Vanessa is special. <laughs> Vanessa is very special. <laughs> I apologize. We are all special because of Jesus. That's why. Okay, can I, is, uh, okay. Let's pray. Let's move on because I don't really know how to get out of this hole now. Let's move on. Lord Jesus, we're so thankful for you. We're eternally grateful for you. And we're so thankful that this morning, Jesus, that you are lifted up, that we're reminded again that your name, Jesus, rule and reign over everything. Your name and your name alone comes power, there's breakthrough, there's miracles, there's provision in your name. We want to continue to lift our eyes up to you continue to lift our heads up to you, continue to lift you up, Jesus, so then your name will be exalted and honored and glorified, not in this city, but in this, in this nation and all the nations. We will want to uh, continue to be encouraged, and I pray, Holy Spirit, strengthen us so we can continue to carry out the greatest mission that you, Jesus, have called us on, to do the one thing that will cause you to be full of joy, which is to advance your kingdom, is to share the good news, to help others see more and more of how amazing you are, of your amazing love for your people. We love you, and we worship you, and we pray to all these things in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Thanks again for listening. We hope you were encouraged. Don't forget to connect with us through our website, restoration.life, as well as on Facebook, 